Welcome to the Unaffiliated Creatives Podcast, a show where independent artists can learn from other independent artists. My name is K.A. Everyday, and each week, I will be speaking with some of the most creative minds in the indie music space, trying to figure out what they have learned while navigating through the music industry without the support of major record labels. This podcast is brought to you by the good people over at King Neppy Studios and powered by Red Weasel Media. to the Unaffiliated Creators Podcast. This is episode number two. I'm your host, K.A. Everyday. And the song you just heard is my song. It's called Beautiful Strangers. And the guy you heard rapping on it is no other than my man, Biggs. So I figured if I was going to bring any guests on the show, who other to bring on than the guy you just heard on my song, Biggs? He don't need no more of an introduction. I got him on the line. Biggs, what's going on, homie? What's going on, bro? Hey, man. So I see you just took a flight, man. I'm glad you had a safe trip. Yeah. So we just, so just going to get right into it, man. So I'm going to switch it up on you, man. So, hey, me and Biggs and already had some conversations. But, you know, I'm going to throw him a few curveballs to kind of get him off his get him off his square a little bit. But that's yeah. what we do on the Unaffiliated Creators Podcast. But, hey, this is the end of y'all to safe place. So take your shoes off. Get comfortable, man. All right, so here we go. So my first question is, what motivated you to want to be a music artist? Um, what motivated me was um, I just started listening to hip-hop pretty heavily um, in elementary. Then, you know, as the years got went by, I, I got more, I gravitated more to it and got into high school, took it more serious. Um, I got real serious with it, like in junior junior year in high school to senior year and then after I graduated it's just been pretty much a non-stop like thing I've been doing um with rapping uh and then now I'm starting to make beats as well okay so you start taking the rapping serious now you starting to make beats so you just Mm -hmm. do everything huh yeah yeah. okay so I gotta ask this question man like I said I, I know who I think you sound like but I'm just gonna ask you so what artists do people say you sound like? Um, I've gotten some random things, man. Like, I've heard um, you got, like, that style, like, the way you kind of throw words here and there with, like, almost like an Eminem type thing. But, like, I- I'm nowhere near him, but, I mean, that's something I'd strive to be one day. Um, just because I do, like, he does inspire me as an artist. Um, I've heard 
uh, Fat Joe. I've heard Big Pun. I've also heard like if they Fat Joe and Big Pun had a kid, like I'd probably be that kid, I guess. Um, I've heard Jada Kiss uh, exhibit, I guess, because of the voice sometimes, like when I the the delivery, um, just kind of like out there. Um, those are pretty pretty much the like what I've heard. Okay, so and E40, that's E40 as well. And then after that, that's pretty much all I've heard so far. Oh, so you've heard E40 as well. So when it's I like the voice, yeah. Okay. So so when I heard your music, the, the first thing that came to my mind was exhibit. And of course, I'm gonna have to explain this to some of these young kids out there, because some of these youngers out there probably don't know who Exhibit is. So there was a yeah. show that came on back in the day called Pimp My Ride. It was on MTV. And the host of that show was Exhibit. He's a rapper mm-hmm. from the West Coast, and he has a very distinct voice. And the first time I heard Big's music, I thought that he sounded similar to Exhibit. I'm not trying to say that he's trying to be like Exhibit, but there's nothing wrong with having a distinct voice. So, you know, he's definitely going to stand out. And Biggs actually is talented and knows how to rap, so it makes it even better. So Appreciate that's exactly who I thought of when I heard his music. Appreciate right. that. Ain't no problem, man. That's what we're here for. Hey, uh, so tell me some of the, tell me some artists that you wouldn't mind working with. Um, like a dream collab would be like um Eminem, Dr. Dre, Russ, uh I would say like Nas or um pretty much them. I'm sure there's other ones too. I just can't really think up the top right now. Hey, I do appreciate that uh, you pretty much went right to the top of the pyramid with, uh, I asked you that question. I mean, you didn't start with, you know, guys at the bottom. You was like, look, I'm going to go right for the heavyweights. I'm going to go for Dr. Dre. I'm going to go for Eminem. And for those who don't, who don't know who Rush is, Rush is like pretty much one of the biggest independent artists out right now. So uh, I appreciate you going big, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't. And I would also say like Anderson Pack as well. He's also from Oxnard, where I'm from too, and Dre signed him, so that would be dope too. Oh, so you you're an Anderson Pack fan, huh? Yeah, he's from Oxnard as well, so that's another thing as well. But yeah, he's dope as hell. Um, I got some other guys, my buddies I grew up with too. Um, I would say uh, my buddy Inzom and uh, Oxnard Pugs. There's a couple of other talented artists as well in the, in the same area that I'm from too. I mean, there's a bunch of them, but there's a lot of dope talent out there. Hey, hey I hear you. All right. So, uh, so my next question. So give me your top five rappers dead or alive and you don't have to put them in any particular order. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously like it would be Eminem, Russ, uh, Exhibit, Tupac, and uh, I'd go with Nipsey Hustle. I like Nipsey Hussle as well. Okay, so... There's more, but it's just like a top five. Hey, like, say, I, I said yeah. five, man. I didn't say yeah. give me your top ten. Yeah, so you about yeah. to name 20, 30 people. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so I got to ask, so since you are on the West Coast, do you think that influenced your top five at all? Um, For sure. Uh, the Nipsey Hussle, for sure. Russ isn't really, I mean, he's from, I want to say he's from Atlanta originally. And then Eminem, you know, he ain't from the West Coast, but um, I wouldn't say so. No, okay. I don't think so. So, so, so your answer was just like, surely based on talent alone. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't necessarily like, okay. like the area and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, 
I guess I'll share my top five because, you know, I don't want you to feel like I put you on the spot and then people going to start getting at you like, oh, I can't believe you left off so-and-so. Why didn't you say so-and-so? So, you know, we've had this conversation before and I went back and I thought about it and I've actually changed my top five since our last conversation. So today I would say my top five is Jay-Z, Biggie, Nas, Tupac, and for that fifth spot, I'm going to say Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. So the reason why I put Lil Wayne in that last spot is because, I mean, he's talented. Don't get me wrong, but I think his influence in hip-hop and on the culture and when he started with, you know, the Hot Boys, he was so young and just how he pretty much changed rap over the years and, and just how he'd been doing it for so long. I just felt that he he had to be in that top spot. But uh, yeah. who I put in that spot before Lil Wayne, the last time the conversation we had was, I think I in the fifth spot, I put Andre 3000 and I had Jada Kiss as a tie for fifth, but mm-hmm. I bumped him out and I put Lil Wayne in that fifth spot. But next week, I'll probably change my mind and it'll be another, <laughs> it'll be another guy in that spot. So while we're talking about some of the greatest to ever do it, I would like to ask you, who do you think is the GOAT Probably, I'm probably being biased, but I'm going to go with Marshall for sure. I mean, um, but yeah, I mean, that's just because, yeah, he's just up there to me. You know what I mean? Um, so out of all the rappers, dead or alive, you, you're you going to go with Eminem? Yeah, I, I'd have to say so. I mean, that's just my my opinion, so. There ain't nothing wrong with that. For the longest time, I actually had Eminem in my top five. And uh, like I said, but... It, it, my my list always switch around, yeah. so, um, yeah. So let me see. Uh, so who would I say I think the goat is? Man, who the goat? I would probably say I would probably say Jay Z. Yeah. Um, Jay Z been doing it for a long time, and that that first album, man, I, I man, reasonable doubt. No skips. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know if you remember the song he had on there, uh, 22, 22 twos or something like that, mm-hmm. where he be, oh, Lord. That, oh, there, yeah, that Can't not the hustle. Hey, man. Just, so yeah. I, I, I would probably have to say Jay-Z. I mean, even he, you know, he even if he spit a verse right now, he 50-some years old, it's still relevant. And it's yeah, exactly. still hotter than... Most of the stuff that you're hearing from these young cats, so I, I, I got to tip my hat to uh, Jay-Z. All right. So how do you feel about rappers having ghostwriters? Oh, man. Like, me personally, I don't think I would do it. Um, I've had, like, people hit me up, like, on Twitter. Hey, like, they want to get into music, but if I could help them. And, like, I, I just kind of, like, say no, nah, just because, like, I like I'm the type where it's like I don't want nobody like pretty much like speaking for me if I'm gonna be putting it out there. Like I can't really walk in your shoes. I know some people can do that and pretty much make a living off being a songwriter for other people. Um I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, I guess. Uh it's just I, myself I wouldn't do it. I know um if you did if you did listen to uh use this gospel um off the Khaled album. Um, Kanye West and Eminem, there was like a bunch of writers. I don't think they're ghost writers, 
but there was a bunch of writers, I'm guessing, for that song. There was like 20-some names on there. But, um, I mean, you know, times have changed. And, I mean, that just people, just like the Drake thing they were saying, I mean, you still got to perform the lyrics, too. You know what I mean? So, Yeah, that, that is true. That is true. I mean, Jay-Z's wrote songs for Snoop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Snoop and Dr. Dre, today, yeah. they, and they supposed to be considered some of the best in the game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I guess if... And the fact that he's named from the West Coast, but when you hear that song, you're like, damn, like, this is he, this is the West Coast vibe, and he's not from here, and he's writing like that. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. All right, so do you feel the rapper should know how to freestyle? How, how do you feel about freestyling? Um... So, I mean, that's cool if people could do it, like, off top when they're recording, like, in the studio. I personally can't, and there's times I'll mess around, and sometimes I know when it's, I'm vibing and stuff, and sometimes I'm just going to mess up. So, like, um, I mean, if you can do it like that, then that's all good. But if not, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Yeah, so I'm, I would consider myself a decent songwriter. Like I said, I'm a single first. I can songwrite and I can rap if I write the lyrics to it, but I've never been able to freestyle. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, if that was a criteria, then I could never be considered a rapper because I can't freestyle. But I wanted to ask the actual rapper how they felt about it. So that's why I asked you the question. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to get a little bit more serious. So <laughs> as an independent artist, would you rather stay independent or if you had the opportunity would you sign with a major record label? Um, I think if the deal was right and the money was good, then yeah, just like you know, to be to be able to provide, um, like for the family and stuff like that. But um, cause I know a lot of deals are kind of like messed up nowadays um, with masters and all that. Um, but I mean, even if you look at Russ, I mean, right now he's just dropping gems for the independent artists, where it's like you can pretty much do it on your own if you have the means to do so. So, I mean, it's just, for the major, um, I would say if the deal was right, then, yeah, I'd probably do it. Um, but I would definitely have to sit down and look at everything before I go ahead and do that. So, to me, it sounds like the deal breaker with you is if you can own the Masters or not. So, if you can own the Masters, you will consider it. But if they're going to take the Masters, then that's a deal breaker for you. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, it's just... You know, you're, you're, that's like, like your creation, like, and for someone else to be making money off that, if you do leave, it's pretty messed up. All right. So uh, I got to ask you this question because earlier you let the audience know that you started uh, making beats. And, and I like that. I like to see artists, you know, expand their creativity and start venturing out and doing more than one thing. So as a music producer, how do you feel about, other producers using loops versus using hardware like NPCs and keyboards and stuff like that? Um, to be honest, like when before I was making like beats and stuff, I was like uh, against it. Like I was kind of like, you know, what you just said, like you need to be able to use the NPC and all that. Um, but then when I started getting into it, I mean, it's pretty much nowadays it's just drag and drop with loops and sounds and drum kits. So, I mean, now I don't have anything against it. Um, that's pretty much how I'm making all the beats right now. And, you know, technology, times have changed. So people, uh, you know, I'm not saying people don't use that anymore, like that, like the old school vibe for it. But I would say like the newer generation is more into like the loops and stuff. 
Well, I will drop a nugget on everybody that's listening. So if you can't adapt and start using loops, you're going to get left behind because the way the music industry is working now, it's about being able to put out a large volume of work. So while it's taking you a week to do one beat, you got these little young kids out here making 10 beats in a day because they able to just drop and drag, plug and play, and they can put out 20 beats versus you spending all week just for one. So I would say if you're one of them old heads, it's like, oh, man, you got to know how to bang out on an MPC. You might want to open your mind up and get used to using loops or you're going to get left behind. And just, just like you said, like there's times where I'll knock out like maybe four to five, like on a good night or a good day, you know, and maybe three or four or whatever. But like, yeah, if you had to take like the whole day or whatever, just for one, it's kind of. You kind of got to get with the times, man, just because it's all evolving with technology and stuff. All right. So I'm, uh, so I got to ask you this question. So, and I'm not saying that you've made any mistakes, but if you've made any mistakes so far as being an independent artist, what can another artist learn from you from the mistakes you've made? Or what would you tell, you know, saying an up and coming artist is trying to make it in the game, some things they need to watch out for and learn from? as they navigating through the music industry? Yeah, I would say, like, watch out for people trying to scam you, like, on social media. I've had people from, like, big radio stations trying to get me on, like, the air, but I got to pay, like, an X amount of money to get played. And then, like, I go on their page. It looks identical to, like, the actual verified page, but it's pretty much like a copy and paste page, like, you know, just trying to scam people out. So I would say definitely watch out for that. It's funny you say that because I actually, I'm looking at two emails that I got and they were scams and they're pretty much written exactly the same. We're running out of time, so I don't have time to read them word for word. But one was from Gucci Man's record label and one was from Interscope Records. And the only thing is they just changed the name of the A&R, but they pretty much read exactly the same. One was saying I had to pay $300. One was saying I had to pay $200. But at the end of the day, a scam was a scam. So I'm I'm glad that you brought that up. So now you will help somebody else so they don't uh, miss out on their $300 right here (laughs) before the holidays. Definitely. All right, man. So let me, uh, while we wrap this thing up, is there anything else that you would like to share with the audience or tell anybody about you that they might not know? Uh, just expect more um, music on the way. Keep up with me on social media. Um, and um, yeah, man, just everybody watching and tuning in. Um, I appreciate you listening and watching. Um, and I and I look forward to more of the episodes coming out on here as well. Um, you know, with the community and stuff like that. So and I really appreciate you taking the time to get me up on here as well, too. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on here. Like I said, you my first guest, man. I know we've been having some troubleshooting issues, but I hope, yeah, you know, this, this right here actually works out. And uh, this episode will be coming out sometime soon, man. So, hey, appreciate you taking the time to come on, man. And uh, no we'll be hearing from you soon. Yes, sir. All right, man. Thanks again. All right. Take it easy, man. Later. Peace. Thanks for joining us this week at the Unaffiliated Creators Podcast, the Indie Artist Safe Place. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can go subscribe wherever podcasts are streamed so you would never miss a show. If you found value in this podcast, please give us a rating or just simply tell a friend about us. I want to give a big thanks to our sponsors at King Nepi Studios, and I hope you tune in next week. Until then, 
Be good and stay safe.